Geek Shock. I'm all for the half-off ticket bullshit. I'm, I'm all for uh, taking a picture with Creepy Elmo. Creepy Elmo. And, and there is nothing but Creepy Elmo on this trip. <laughs> it really is. It's great, though. I, I, I love that that whole thing has moved over from Hollywood. Yeah. That the strip is full of I think it's still in Hollywood. Costumes. It's it still, is. It's yeah. still there. Yeah. But some of them moved here. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, like the, the, the guy, the Batman with the big chin. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, he's here. I uh, noticed that uh, Dino Stats, a uh, steampunk magician who's come out here to perform a few times, is uh, just posted on Facebook that he's moving here. Dino? This is my, my Dino, D-Y-N-O, Stats. I think it's S-T-A-T-T-S, if I remember I'm glad to clarify that. I was yeah. thinking D-I-N-O. That's yeah, what no. I thought, too. <laughs> I thought Dino. it was like, he's going to tell you all the facts about Stegosaurus. No, that's the double clicks. They do that. I saw a yeah. giant Mario today driving home on the strip. Was he in a little cart? Please. It was a guy, it was a guy in a costume, but it, it, it in, a, was in a car? Freaking huge costume. Like no, no, driving just, in a car? No, no, no. Just sta- just walking on the strip. Oh, okay. But, I thought, they, the I thought costume, Mario was driving a no, no, no. giant Mario. Yeah, it was just huge. Like twice as big as a regular uh, Mario. Well, Three times, maybe? 40 feet tall. Like, as tall as you and I are, taller than us in the costume. So probably like seven foot tall. Seven foot tall Mario. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, it was it ridiculous. too? Yeah, pretty just, pretty wide. Yeah, like it, was, it was proportionate. Oh, cool. Proportionate, you know, look good? costume. Yeah, it, it looked pretty good. You, I, you I don't think, know if it was handmade or purchased. You think you'd go for Luigi? If you're going to be that tall. I know, right? Mm-hmm. That that makes all the sense. But, but, it was but, but who wants to take a picture with Luigi? That's Nobody. true. That's Nobody what it comes down to. Luigi. He probably, that was the first idea. And he's like, ah, of course. Lose Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> I remember driving somewhere and I looked over and there's, oh, there's a clown driving next to me. Oh, yeah. We're in Vegas. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> I just remember our trips we'd take from Star Trek. Oh, oh yeah. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> wow. Gesundheit. <laughs> Gesundheit again. Birthday Full sneezes. costume. It was nuts. We get some wild looks. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. The joy of it. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 314. I am Master Torgo. The famous birthday, Paul. 80s Jeff. Fact-checked Andy. And we're here to talk week and geek and celebrate this man's birthday, my Hooray. God. Hooray. Man. Celebration time. Come on. The beginning of I the will. holiday month. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Kicks <laughs> off with Paul's birthday. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's a pretty much a big thing. <laughs> Yep. This is how you know Christmas is on its way. Yeah, you don't get December without Paul. Nope. God, Simple I love that Simpsons bit. <laughs> Just sitting there all nonchalantly listening to it. Al Gore. I will. I will. <laughs> Celebrating. This calls for a celebration. <laughs> well, gentlemen, before we get into what we did this week. Oh, no. Are you going to give us a solid dick? <laughs> that thing was fake. You guys found out it was fake. Yeah. Yep. We apologize to everybody who we and we let believe that was not fake. It was fake. Who you dicked around? Yes, yeah, so we dicked around. Yeah, Cur- Cur- dicked yep. around. Kirsten let out the solid dick. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason why we couldn't make that a thing, though. There were three of us. Yeah, we're that, there were they were they were very insistent that it was real. So well, I mean, it had been- I will I will take my blame for this too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it had been. 
you know, all over the internet for years. I mean, it wasn't just like a recent thing. So I don't know. Just never, never thought to. Uh, I think it's triple a, check. I it, think it's I guess. a proper term. Well, I, I, real I, I, or I'm not, it's real now. It Anything now. that stays on the internet long enough becomes fact. Right. right. That's true. That's how we got Donald Trump for president. Dun, right? dun, dun, dun. Right. Isn't it the truth? <laughs> the Simpsons again. <laughs> but it is the beginning of the holiday season, and you might be wanting to shop for things out there. We do. I thought we should put together a little something that suggestions of geeky things out there because geeks aren't easy to buy for. No. Sometimes we are, but sometimes we aren't. People know that they like that we like certain things, Star Wars, Doctor Who, but uh, how about the esoteria, the stuff that you might not be aware of, the stuff to to get you into the stuff you don't know you like yet. So I threw out the text out there, gentlemen, whether you did or not, of of uh, suggestions, yeah, of what to buy your favorite geek this holiday season. I mean. Right off the bat, the first thing is, you know, a copy of Christmas Puss. Everyone needs a copy of Christmas Puss. <laughs> that is the the hot yeah. lead. It is the hot Christmas item this year. <laughs> we uh, we have some copies sitting here, and uh, I thumbed through it before the show started. It is gorgeous. I mean, it's got that nice glossy cover. And, it turned uh, out real nice. It's Andy, a goddamn book. It is. It looks PJ like a real book. It, it is a real job. book. It's a real book. It looks really good. The and coloring in there, it's professionally done, guys. Yeah, he did a fantastic wow. job on the artwork and the coloring and everything. I, it, it all blends well together. But, I mean, I bought the old coloring book version, right? and I love that version. I'm jealous. I got to get this yeah, I will yeah. get this book. I know. I've been looking at it going, aw. But, uh, but, <laughs> I but beyond that, that beyond that... um. I don't know where to get it yet, but I keep seeing the uh, the um, da, 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 the things from Fifth Element, the the um, the candle stones. Yeah, as candles so or gorgeous. just as stones. There is candles. I, but, well, they're 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 stones that have a little spot for a tea tea candle on it. Right. I want to say it was on Think Geek. That I know. Seems I tried like a to place, find it. And, that seems like a place it would be. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> of course, if none of these things sound good, Think Geek is usually pretty damn good for that Dude, sort of thing. Geek, you can find anything you want <laughs> yeah. right now. It's insane. In fact, it's dangerous because I, I go shopping for other people on there, oh, and I dude. have to pull back because oh, I find so much that There's so much. It's so gross. I can't. Once I get my house, it's going to get real gross. Because I, I really, I'm buying a shitload of stuff still, but I'm I'm being measured. Um <laughs> Sure. <laughs> once the rains are off, once I got like a converted garage to work with, look, I feel you. Look the fuck out. That that, I, uh, that little refrigerator that came with the Star Wars Battlefront. Nowhere to put it. Yeah. Right. Uh, th- that's like a future home thing. It's like, yep. ah, for the room with the media and everything. The, that's for that. The one For the saving, video game settings. Exactly. The one saving thing about that is I can convince myself that perhaps during the summer I'll use it in my car. It does have, you can use it in your car. Does it have like a, like a, an adapter. Really? Yeah. Well, that's it, glorious. It can be used in your car. So that is one. How much soda are you drinking in your car? <laughs> no, just to even keep anything cold in in the summer in Vegas in your car. Okay. Even to put some waters in there to keep them nice and chilly. But you, you couldn't do it while you were driving. Or keep driving. your it chili. Would suck your battery down to nothing. Maybe. I don't know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Let's test it out. <laughs> I don't think it's that powerful that it's going to... I mean, it's, it's made... Or it'll keep your chili warm. It's the radio will kill it about an hour. I mean, in <laughs> Vegas, in Vegas, it could do it. That's uh, true. No, I don't know. Um, that was my one... I, I'm never going to use that thing. Uh, <laughs> the... Um, 
The thing I would suggest is last year's hot geek gift of the Batman series collection. Uh, the original. Yes, the 60s uh, version. Which I have right over there on the The 66 shelf. version. It's gone down in price considerably since last year. Yeah. And I would hold off for a bit before you even buy it still because it'll probably be part of some uh, Christmas sales as we get closer to the holiday. But it is excellent. And as an older geek, I appreciate that series far more than I ever did as a kid. Didn't even like it as a kid. It's so funny. It's preposterous. So, um, yeah, that would be my first thing. My second thing would be Mystery Science Theater, the Kickstarter project. Right. If you've got a Misty fan in your house, you can't go wrong. Back the project. If you go 200 bucks, you can get... All kinds of swag, physical merchandise coming your way, and uh, the DVD set of what is going to be now at least six episodes. Yay. So that's 12 hours of content. I'm sure you've seen it, but... The big announcement? Yeah. Pat Oswald. Yes. Oh, my God. The TV son of TV's Frank? Yes. Yes. Let's just forget about it, man. Talk about peering into the geek brain for what we really want. Well, Joel still has his finger on the pulse. There's just no two ways about it. The guy is still... A true guru of pop culture and uh, knows what's cool, knows what's good. But let us not forget, Joe Hodgson was an accomplished and very funny stand-up comedian. Yes, so right. he knows his stand-up comedy, and that's why he has such love for Patton, too, who is one of our who not only is a great stand-up, but he's also a really good actor. He is. Yeah. Um, he's exceptional. Even in like the little, he's done a couple things for Funny or Die that are just like amazing. Well, what was that one with <laughs> Charlize <laughs> Theron, Grown Up? It was a really tough movie. It was good. He's really Oh good yeah, that. yeah. Where he yeah. <laughs> He's really good in that. God, what is the name I of think that movie? It's middle? called Grown Up. Hmm. Or Adulthood or something like that. Something like that. I don't know. Voice actor in Ratatouille, obviously. He's also excellent in um Justified. He's great. I can't wait. You you saw the uh the little funnier die thing he did was uh, playing the penguin. Yeah, that was yes. Just, yeah. It's also good in this Agent, is a gun. Agents of Shield. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He is great in Agents of Shield. I'm sure he yeah. shines like a beacon among that sewer refuse. Um, they, I'm I'm equal opportunity hate on on them shows, guys. That's one place Marvel did drop the ball. That Agents of Shield stuff can suck an egg. Um, that's a, that's a, that that that's New York matter group. of opinion. Yeah, uh, it is. Three of us in this room really like correct it. Correct opinion. Yeah, no, no. And you're the lone holdout, Paul, mm-hmm. as usual. So I'm holding out. Um, it's because, as usual, it bites at the beginning. It's, well, well, there you go. Um, I, young Adult was the name of the movie, Paul. Thank you. Young Adult. Because she's a young adult author. I forgot about that part of her, That's right. her Duncan, repertoire. It's a good movie. huh? Duncan and I were somewhere where there was a TV on today with, with Trump on it. <laughs> and, and Duncan looked over and goes, he looks like a giant baby. That was stuck well, in a can. It kind of is. <laughs> Giant baby who was stuck in a can. That is like the best description. He does Ed. have that pickled punk vibe going on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little scary. Um, uh, so those would be my top recommendations right now. Uh, Mystery Science Theater, you could donate even less and uh, still get some cool swag, which is going to be, uh, that's going to be a rare thing. You know what I mean? Like people aren't going to be, if you want to surprise somebody, there you go. They're not going to get that. Um, 
What else? Uh, the uh, Nintendo 3DS is a good value right now. It's an exceptional game system. If you want to get a really good game system with a lot of good titles available for it, pretty cheap. 3DS. Boom. And as far as game systems go, if you got people, I, mean, I think a lot of people are not going to buy those Lego. Uh, what is that system called? Mine's oh, Lego Dimensions. The Lego, Lego Dimensions. I think there are a lot of people will find them. They're kind of expensive on their own. Uh, I would imagine that you want to buy your your geek in your life some of those pieces, some of those sets. I bought the you. Uh, you, you of course are the exception to the rule. You bought everything. I know. No, I only <laughs> bought. The, I only bought. Can afford everything. I only bought the Chell set. That was it, the uh, Portal 2 set. Uh, I don't even have the game yet. That's my point. I'm people, waiting till about... Uh, this time next year, that'll be the game to get. Right, but people will <laughs> people will buy one or two of those, and you're almost always going to be five or six of those you can buy as gifts, and they haven't got them yet. We'll see. I mean, it is Lego. Lego usually doesn't go on that much of sale, nope. but did see a lot of sales this last week over uh, but Lego video Disney Infinity. Do. Oh, Lego video games do. Right. Uh, there were sales, yeah. There were sales on Disney Infinity. There were sales on Amiibo. I haven't seen Amiibo sales. Uh, Amiibo's getting reprinted, thankfully. Oh, good. So I'm finding all the ones that I've wanted. I'm I'm up to 29 now. So uh, how many are there right now? Estimate uh, 50. Okay. I take uh, probably closer to 60 with all the new Animal okay. Crossing ones. About 50 percent you have. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I so try and stick figures. with. They're, I stick you know. with only the uh, first party Nintendo branded characters for the most part. Are there much in the way of third party? I guess I really haven't been following it too. There's not a ton. Closely. There's uh there's some Fire Emblem characters. Um there's uh Yeah, just a few other outside okay. properties. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well what else do you got, gentlemen? Um, if you're crafty or Ooh, you have she's crafty. You know, a little bit of skill in in making things, uh Instructables is actually a really good website. Instructables. Um, Instructables.com. They actually have a lot of really interesting, geeky uh, projects that you can easily make yourself at Are these like science type stuff or just like uh, Um, engineering contraptions? There are some, you know, science stuff, but for for the most part, uh, well, when Andy was mentioning the fifth element candle holders, um, there is a set of plans on there on how to make those at home using... Using craftable crafting materials, are like, these like cardboard and are these you know, are these for free on Instructables, or do you like buy the the materials or the craft? The instructions are free. Okay, it's free to look at the instructions. You simply have to, you know, read or download or copy the instructions, and then and it tells you the materials you need to go buy. Okay, so what you're suggesting is you know send them a link to that and then buying the parts for it. I'm saying if you go on there and find something that seems like something you would make for a friend. Oh, okay. Go on there, look at the instructions, and think, oh, okay, this is a, a unique gift. And since you've made it with your own two hands, a lot of times people you know appreciate it more. Big love on that. Rather Absolutely. than just going and buying something in the store. And then I'm, I, I was just talking with my sister about this the other day because she was trying to figure out what to get me for Christmas. And I said, gift cards. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, gift cards, I love them. I know some people feel they're very impersonable, but um, get a gift card for your local comic book store. Yeah, um, keep it local. You know, if, if local game store, yeah, absolutely, that's a good idea. Game store, uh, comic book store, 
if all else fails, Amazon, because I buy way too much stuff from Amazon. There like, are areas of our country and many countries that have no game stores. Yeah. So sometimes Amazon's your option. Right. In fact, I just got I got roped into a couple of uh, purchases on Amazon during their Cyber Monday yesterday while I was on my lunch break. Yeah, nothing really <laughs> gripped me. Um, the only thing I well, got from them was uh, God of War 3 remastered for the PS4. Okay. Got knocked down to 15 bucks. Definitely worth it. Snagged it. Yeah. But that was the only thing. Yeah. Everything else like, meh. I got, I had, I've had it in my cart for over a year, but I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it, there well, was a you know book. what? If there's going to be anything. Well, I put it in there and cart. basically forgot about it. Cause, sure. Because it was, it was pricey. It's a $60 book. It's called Star Trek Stellar Cartography. Oh. And it, uh, it's not just the book with the description of the, the various sectors of the galaxy and the Star Trek universe, but it also has maps that come out and fold out and it's got it's just got so many tchotchkes in it. But it's a sixty dollar book sure. normally. And they had it co- coffee table book. They had it for twenty yesterday on uh lightning Probably. deal. And I literally it just popped up as I was sitting down to lunch and then they also the deal of the day was the uh die hard Nakatomi Plaza edition which it has gives the model of the tower it's about, right? yeah it's about a two foot tall <laughs> does it have what's the name falling off i don't know hans gruber hans gruber no but that would be really if fun it, to add just, just put that have on a little there. Yeah. little motor where hans gruber falls off Jeff, over if and over it doesn't again. have you i will make you one there you go for your plaza all right it went on sale so you had to pull yeah, the trigger. I, yeah, it's normally like 125 130 dollars it Wait, was you, you say 60 Two feet tall? It's. I'm not kidding you. It's like it's like two and a half. <laughs> and feet it has tall. all the diehards it has, in it. It has all the movies, including the last one, which I wasn't too fond of. No but, one was, I don't think. But what's nice is uh, the. I really liked uh, "Live Free or Die Hard." Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the you know the the one that they had Justin prior Long. to yeah yeah with Justin yeah. Long. Thank Part you. Four. That was fun. That yeah. was okay. Yeah. That was a good one. Well. Even though it was pretty good in the theaters at PG-13, they cut a lot of stuff out to make it PG-13 instead of R. Well, the collection has the unrated version where they put some of those scenes back in. Has so, that been available in other collections? It has been available before. Hard I don't to think come by. I don't think there was a previous collection of Die Hard, the Die Hard movies that, that, that came out, but the one that in, was in that collection was not the unrated. You oh. could only get the unrated separate. So bunch of jerks so it's nice that this is in this collection it sounds neat man including there's a bunch of behind the scenes stuff and so forth so, so what does it do does it open up i don't know i've just I seen think pictures the movies are in the base probably most likely could be just kind of like a kind of like a the the t2 well we'll uh, see it next week i guess yeah <laughs> there you go it's supposed to be here friday so. holy shit nice where are you gonna put it God damn good yet. question. <laughs> Up there. It'll probably go on the shelf in my room because I've got oh. I've got a, a T two head that Torgo got me, uh, the T eight hundred head that has uh, all the various formats of Terminator two in the Which base. I saw and it Genesis has the glowing eyes. Remind me, we'll talk about that. Oh, with our, oh like, no. I look forward to hearing this. <laughs> uh, Andy, with uh, the stuff we've already said, um, comic book wise, I was really impressed with the uh, Fear and Loathing uh, adaptation. Okay, yeah, uh, you showed that to us. It was yeah. really neat. Yeah, 
Um, and if if you are a geek and have somebody in your life who is not you know quite as geeky as you, you know, you've got a significant 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 others watching like Walking Dead with you, might be a good time to buy them the trade paperback of the first couple of those or. You just know. just compare and contrast. Yeah, something you know, cross them into the more, a little more geek. Show them some that's of the a them good, in, Walking Dead's a good gateway drug. Yeah, for graphic novels. Trying to think of some of the other graphic Very novels dangerous. out there that people don't realize are movies that were made in grab out of graphic novels. Everybody should get Saga. Everybody should buy no. Saga for everybody. You never go wrong. I've never given that book to anyone. They've been like, oh fuck you, I love it. Now I haven't read it yet, what but I hear you? not Saga. I've oh, read okay. the Saga. <laughs> You've got me Saga for God's right. sake. Um, but I hear that the sequel to Fight Club is pretty good, which is a comic. The book. comic it's book, comic yeah. book. They the uh, uh, Chuck Palnick mm-hmm. did write the sequel to Fight Club yep. in comic book form. Right. I think it's up to issue seven now, but it hasn't been collected yet. But uh, so that's maybe something to watch. Yeah. yeah. But for that person that's not quite into comics, that's right. that's really an interesting choice to do that, especially. After the film, with all the kind of you know third person uh, talking to the audience and so forth, um, it worked break, really well. The, breaking the fourth wall, sure. I think it worked. It's a perfect choice of format Deadpool to roll in up. for a uh, for a sequel. <laughs> it's hard not to think that immediately right. when you say breaking fourth wall in the comics. It's so true. Uh, anything else, Eddie? Love to read it. Nothing leaps to mind. I was, I mean, I okay. went through. Sure. I, I, there's a lot of good stuff out there. I mean, just. Look, <laughs> I true. went to yeah. Best Buy. I haven't been in forever. That feels like a whole new place, doesn't it? <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It they got weird. some more physical media in. They oh, did finally oh, okay. put more physical media in. Not a ton, but more. Did they move over the DJ area? More? Yeah. They, they had a decent selection of DVDs and a lot of special collector's editions, actually. That was the oh, kind okay. of standout thing. They had... Um, Monty Python's new one, the Holy Grail special edition. Oh, with edition. the tower and it comes with the, the tower and the rubber, rubber animals. animals. I almost oh, threw nice. down. How 30, much was thirty five bucks? Oh man, or thirty maybe even. I was like, it was it was close. What's in it? It's a tower with a catapult and little rubber animals that you can shoot at it. Right, but and Holy Grail and Holy Grail. Okay, uh, and Holy Grail with a lot of special features. But I'm pretty sure I have the thirty fifth anniversary special features DVD that has. Almost everything that's on there, sure. except the new 2015 interview with the cast. Uh, but yeah, so I just I could I couldn't because uh, I already have a deluxe edition of Holy Grail. But uh, they had a lot of wrestling DVDs on the cheap. Oh, like four bucks, five bucks for some nine hour compilation sets. Nine hour, yeah. Wow, a lot of those DVD sets are like nine hours worth of footage. For five bucks less jeez uh so do that <laughs> i i say ironically unironically fuck it you can't go wrong getting someone a wrestling dvd for christmas anyone well and you throw that on everybody's gonna have a good time <laughs> well maybe not everybody. no everybody's gonna have a good time especially if you got kids hanging around watching some kids classic, will dig it some classic old school 80s kids and will dig it 80s You're- wrestling or 90s wrestling even Oh man, you and I have different opinions on this stuff. I can't watch this. Is, stuff. is that a statement? It and bores get me. behind. No. Okay. No. So all right. So no, so no. not everybody enjoy. <laughs> so what I said. If you have still a wrestling stands. nerd in your in your group, everybody will enjoy it. 
Except your wife, except small that, children. Except there's a lot of and people. Me. Except yeah. No, intelligent people. No, no, no. No, but oh, did you hear? So a friend of mine, Seamus, put up this really great piece. French philosopher from uh the eighties, nineteen eighties, really summed up the Trump candidacy beautifully with a wrestling analogy. Okay. Yeah. And I'm meant to talk about this on Ice Cream Social too. Uh, my whole podcasting thing is thrown off because I'm recording this before ICS, so right. I usually get the icy stuff. S. So. If you want to save for ICS, uh, well, it's cool. Yeah, I'll save it. But yeah, but you but you'll know where to he's hear. He's behaving it. like a pro wrestler, basically. Is what Very it comes much down so. To. Okay, he's behaving like a pro wrestler, and the reason that the base isn't isn't up in arms is because they're afraid Im- no imagine <laughs> imagine in the middle of a wrestling match someone runs into the ring and screams this is all fake this is bullshit the audience isn't gonna care they go yeah shut up get out of here we're watching this crazy shit right so that's part of it but it's okay so you think really they're entertained as well by him they're no, just like just, it's the whole thing eh, of this, he's fucking nuts the charade is complete and to point out that it's insane is moot in a lot of ways it is it's it's uh, but i still weirdly see it even though i know it it's truthiness um <laughs> i see it as some weird performance art yeah yeah, yeah. yep uh just but anyway look up that piece i'll have to put a link somewhere I should have tweeted it. I'll tweet it out later. <laughs> Not today. Today you'll, is Christmas. You'll probably have it tweeted out before the uh, before this comes up. I have it tweeted up. <laughs> before this comes out, you'll probably have it tweeted Maybe. out. Yeah. Maybe. He'll probably tweet it out like halfway through the cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might. Might. Now, speaking of performance art and Donald Trump, I, I do love that Ace of Knaves, uh, part of Two Broke Geeks podcast, every day at six o'clock. Just throws out a nice, creative, fuck you to the at Donald Trump Twitter feed <laughs> every day like clockwork as an art piece. It's, it's glorious. It's pretty good. So it's pretty good. kudos for that. I, I look forward to it every day. Stick frankly. to your guns, brother. Uh, as far as what I brought to it, uh, under the make something yourself, don't forget yeah. the perler beads are out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a great way to make something for your 8-bit lover in you. They're quick and easy to do, especially when you're doing small sprites. And so, yeah, that's show show the love with something you make. So I, would say, I would say hundred dollar investment to get that going. What's that? Hundred dollar investment to really get that going? No, less. To, oh, much. Really? Yeah, you could to get the a big old those plates and everything that you need for. Yeah, them? the plates. Uh, if you get the the starter thing, you get you only need one plate for the small sprites. Oh yes, and you can okay. get a collection of plates big, for ten bucks for I'm four of them. The big ones. Yeah, the big ones. Then you're talking investments. Okay. Um, Easy yes, quick no. <laughs> and you know what? The small ones, you could get any one of those done in a half hour. Easy. Mm. It's, Easy it's something piece. you do while you're watching TV or listening to a podcast. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. It's it's very zen work. Okay, yeah. so so easy if you buy the pre-sorted colors. Now listen, there are those buckets where all the beads are put together. Because that's what I'm talking it's, about. It's cheaper to get those buckets. You can, You get a whole shitload. You get like... So the the mixies are like cheaper 40. than the separated. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. What because you're just getting it like in bulk. Think of like like the Costco version, right? If you will, those take a little longer separating <laughs> those out. Now that's Zen work. I think I would never. 
I think everybody. Of course that, you wouldn't. Yeah, no. Of course not. I think almost everybody that starts doing polar beads buys one of those buckets, sorts it out once, and never does it again. He's well, done it about four times. Oh my though. god, you're kidding! I'm here's, not kidding. It's something to do in front of the TV. Okay. You don't have to think about it. It's cool. You have other little buckets. What do you put them into? Uh, I get one of those little bead trays. You can find them for right. you know, separate and them, separate them those those colors. Tupperware. But here's the thing: with, why a lot of people start with that and then only buy the individual colors afterwards. It's because that gives you a base of most of the major colors. Hmm. All right. All right. And at that point, you're just replacing what you're using. Yep. Lots but, of black, but, as I understand. Yeah. You can't have enough black in this life. I would say. So that big, if you're going to do it for like a miniature hobby or whatever, yeah, start with the big bucket, separate it out in Zen television watching uh, because that does give you your bases. But again, if you don't want to deal with that, you can buy the bags for like four bucks for like 2000 of a color. And there's uh, different qualities, right? Stay away from the ones that they sell at Walmart. Okay. Uh, they, I think they're called melty beads. Mm-hmm. They suck. All right. I mean, they are a inferior product. Melty beads. Melty beads. Fuck melty beads. Perler, you heard it here first. Have you, have you had bad experience with melty no, beads? No, I've been warned off. And okay. I've seen the work that people did with them. They're okay. horrible. They just they have a different melting temperature. They, they melt inconsistently. They're just ugly. Uh, Perler is great. Uh, there's also Nobby. There's there's like three different companies worldwide that make them, and some of them make different colors. It's ridiculous how deep that rabbit hole goes. But anyway, long story. Eight bits, quick, joyful, handmade stuff. If you're in town, um, preview Thursday and first Friday is this week, and I know mm. several places have Star Wars art. Fantastic. Yeah. Las so. Vegas, first Friday, downtown. And I'm always behind giving the books. Sure. Books yeah. are, I mean, unless your other geek just does not read, then in that case, find another geek. But uh, it's, I'm just going to give my three favorites so far this year. If you like sci-fi, you're going to do uh, Tobacco Stain Mountain Goat by Andres Bergen. Uh, sci-fi noir, great story. Uh, if you like horror, Head Full of Ghosts by Paul Tremblay, it is a smart horror story and one of those books that you can actually use and say like a book club and discuss that there's so many ways to interpret this book and each one of them's a lot of fun to think about. And of course, if you're not into that whole, the, the genre stuff, your significant other likes to read, but not sci-fi horror fantasy, uh, Kumquat by Jeff Strand. An incredible uh, road picture style story, a romance as I think think young adult romance rated R with uh, the Griswolds as a okay. comedy center. <laughs> That's kind of what that book is. That's a lot. So all three of those books, fantastic for any of your geek or non-geek in the form of uh, Kumquat. So that's my suggestion. Cool. And I got one from Commander K that he wanted to throw out there. Uh, Cthulhu slippers. There you go. <laughs> Cthulhu slippers are good. Cthulhu slippers. Can't go wrong. Gentlemen, what'd you do this week? I've done nothing. You have done shit. You sit there and sleep. <laughs> I, I, and studies. I studies. I sleep a few hours a night. I study a lot of hours. No, I mean, you sit there right now and sleep and catch up yeah, while I we know. talk about oh, what we did this I week. I would love to. So you're just working your butt off. 
Uh, new yeah, job, training, training for a new job. So it's, you have not done nothing. You've been working. I've yeah. He's done nothing geeky. Nothing but nothing work. geeky. He works and then he comes home and studies, then goes to bed. The man is a powerhouse. Right. I better. I better pass this certification thing or I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll nail it. I hope so. Hey, you've been it's studying. rough. I, they, it's, it's, I feel like I'm back in college without the enjoyment of, <laughs> of, wow. of being in college. It's wow, like, I, I'm not kidding you. It's, it feels like a month and a half's worth of what should be training compressed into like three weeks Oof. and basically the first two weeks is where we're getting all the knowledge base and then the third week is just you know role play you know repetition of mock service so it's like i have to learn everything i need to know to start the job in just a two short week period and then apply it <laughs> fuck off <laughs> it's tough <laughs> it is tough but that's kind of you know, jump in with both feet. Yeah. Try by fire. And it would be fine with any other service industry job, but this one, since it's fine dining, is ridiculously specific. Yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of specific information they want us to learn. Interesting. And, I don't, I don't and think, just I just don't feel like there's enough time to I don't think I could do fine dining. It. So you're a food More geek power this to week. You. I think once you get it, I think you'll I think you'll thrive because you're well, yeah. a detail guy and as soon as you get it all down. Yeah, I no mean worries, it, so. once I've had some time to practice it, absolutely. Yeah. It's just we have it's all been book knowledge that's, this last but that's week and a half. That's just how it is, man. No one's ever really ready for anything. You gotta just go for it. Fake it till you make it. You'll you'll pass yep. it and you'll be good. You'll tear it up. So I don't know if it counts so. oh, you're working hard. Sorry, I thought you're done. We're done now, asshole. Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> think it's your birthday to keep you top forever? Well, you always do anyway. All right. <laughs> so tell me, <laughs> tell me your different. geeky things that are going to make me jealous that you actually have free time. I don't know if it counts stuff. as geeky or not, but I want to see Gogo Bordello. That's you know, that's yeah. very geeky. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was. It was a great show, as I expected Explain it would be for the listeners. Uh, it's. He used the word gypsy without any uh, unironic. You know, it's, it's not, there's no negative to this from use of the word gypsy. Um, it's a sort of gypsy punk. Uh, huh. It's you know, I actually, put, you know, I was pretty close to the front of the stage, and minute he started playing, a mosh pit erupted around me. So I was in a mosh pit for five or six songs, <laughs> <clears throat> which I haven't done in twenty or thirty years. How'd that they're, feel? They're pretty it was wild. Great. Yeah. It was fun. It's a wild show. So, although something happened that never happened in the old mosh pits. First of all, there was a sex? mix. Well, yes. There was a mixed sex a mosh pit. There was men and women in the mosh pits, which I hadn't seen 20, 30 years ago. That's what it is now, man. And several times in the thing, there, I'd be slammed up against something. I'd feel somebody reach over and caress my arm. And it was always a guy. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, <laughs> it's not doing anything for me, but I'm, I'm glad you're happy. It doesn't bother me any, but, you know. <laughs> it's better, better than the elbow and the spleen I just got. Are they? <laughs> yeah. Were they just trying to get some Ben Gay off of you for their own? <laughs> I, I, I think it's the same thing that happens to 
women around creepy guys or just creepy guys want to touch creepy, people want to yeah. touch people well, yeah they're rolling on somali they're like oh nope damn oh, no look at that arm that, no. that's a caveman's arm i've, <laughs> I've wanted to touch a caveman's weird arm yeah no. but yeah the the I'm real surprise stones the real surprise with the opening act which was uh jessica hernandez and the deltas which just kicked it out of the park i never heard him before Every song was wonderful. It was like the opening act could have been the 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 the, the front act. They're good, huh? Yeah, uh, kind of style? kind of a little like um, da, 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 what's her name? Um, rehab. Um, oh, um, God. Amy Winehouse. Amy, a little Amy Winehouse ish, but she more went to a couple different places vocally. They shouldn't go. I haven't been able to find the song on YouTube. I've been looking around trying to find it, but there's one song where she slipped into Betty Boop for a few lines. I'm mm. like, whoa. But, you know, some cool stuff. Definitely worth seeing. Actually, that I'm came out. I'm glad she appreciated someone that was in there that in the crowd that could remember Betty Boop. Right, exactly. Know, right? <laughs> Me and Boop used to date. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah. I... You're too old for me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this came through your one of your friends. Actually, uh, was a little more Harley than than Betty Boop. <laughs> you're, you're oh, you're too old for me, Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Harley, why are you sounding like that? I'm putting. I'm trying something new. <laughs> Just let me do it, Mister J. I'll fuck this caveman for you. I'll see what happens. He's going to give me cave aids. <laughs> oh. Uh, patient sub zero. Wow. Fatality. <laughs> Finish him. Oh. But yeah, that came through you your. Uh, suck. <laughs> what? Your friend Sean actually uh, juiced me into there. From. Uh, I was talking to her after your show. When oh, she, she saw like, you there? No, she actually. We were talking, and she mentioned that that the show she, was happening. Get me a ticket. Oh, I go. Oh, okay, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah. yeah Sean is the shit. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Been dude. playing a lot of Fallout Four. Still, yes. still loving it. Oh my god, it's yeah. a, it's now an obsession. Um, but it has reminded me one thing about this new generation that I absolutely adore. That I forget about. That I almost take for granted now. Oh yeah. The <laughs> fact that when I start up the PS4. I am playing the game within 15 seconds. You and yeah. actually less. If there's not an update, if I haven't seen one yet, right? That's I mean, great. it's boom. Assuming, it's there. Assuming you shut it down into the right mode, that's what I've been does doing. The, yeah. oh, it does the update on I've its own. I've been doing that. Yeah, it's the, the rest PS4 mode. PS4 rest mode has been pretty good to me since uh, since my first times of booting it up when I had that that Batman shit was ridiculous. But uh, yeah, since then it's been pretty good. Yeah, uh, Torio showed me. I mean, he's like, he goes, "You want to see something cool? Check this out." He, he literally turned the console on, moved over to the tab for Fallout, hit enter, and he was right into the game. It's not, it's not even that. I just because you have to choose the name of which account you're using. Choose my name. Within seven seconds of choosing your name, you're playing, and you're playing it's, on console. Playing it on console. Yeah, yeah. Dumb. It was really impressive. Duncan has Frankenstein together a actual gaming computer. He's ah. begged, borrowed, steel to get the parts and and to tore- get enough to make it less of a slideshow to play the game. Yeah, he tore apart. We actually we got a case from Scully, nice. a gaming case from Scully, and he got some parts from Secretary of Defense. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he, he t- 
tore apart his computer bravely, which I would never have thought, you know, I would never have dared to do, but tore it apart and put it back together. And he's, he's been playing it and he's been showing me parts of Boston. Oh, and, so good. Yeah. That game is so good. Good I, for him. I started Stephen King's 11-22-63 and got the most wonderful, wonderful gift surprise from that book that I was not expecting. Uh, Stephen King, It is my favorite book of all time when it comes to Stephen King. It's in the top three favorite books of all time, period. Uh, mainly because I love the town it takes place in. I mean, Stephen King's known for Castle Rock. That's the synonymous. Right. But the other town is Derry. A larger city, a darker city. Derry itself is almost a character in Stephen King novels. It was an it. It was an insomnia. And now it's in this book. Okay. And and we're not expecting it. And it went there. And it takes, because it's a time travel book, this story takes place not even a year after the events of it. So it, this, this town is still reeling from the repercussions of that story. Mm. And there are reoccurring characters from that story. It was such a glorious thing to come back to. So, oh, if you, if you are a fan of Stephen King and Derry haven't read this, uh, go ahead, fix it. It's great. That sounds cool. I probably haven't mentioned uh, Throwing Adventure Hour in, in weeks in the show. Indeed. Yeah. On the uh, Beyond Belief segments, there's a uh, sorry. I'm, I'm, on the Beyond Belief segments, there's um, a recurring character, which is uh, Nightmare is the Clown, which is a an it parody um, or it homage or whatever. Okay, but uh, the voice by James Urbaniak, you know, Doctor Venture, and uh, yeah, that's worth probably. I should probably pinpoint those episodes. It's like four or five episodes of that that you'd enjoy a I lot. Would, yeah, I would like to know. Yeah, definitely like to know. Speaking of podcasts, I picked up a new one. You would like this one, Todd. Uh, fans of uh, Geek Shock, uh, rather fans of MST3K. Uh, hold on, it is called Podhouse Ninety. This is a podcast that is put together by Frank Conniff, TV's Frank. Yes, Whoa. and uh, he and, wrote uh, these episodes. Fugelsang, right? Who is Fugelsang a part of that? I think so. Yes, Josh Fugelsang. Isn't that uh, the character from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide? Zardabon. There's a lot of people in this, in these shows. So basically, he's putting together these kind of mini musical pieces. They're really funny. The first one is this parody of The Wizard of Oz as a scene through the lens of a political campaign. Oh, my. And, uh, it's quite good. And uh, Emo Phillips is in there in the mix. Um, a lot of other great comedians, Dana Gould. Uh, it's just really fun good voice work good sound work uh, it's just an enjoyable podcast and uh it's what i've been listening to while i've had to be taking my dogs out in the freezing cold and it's quite <laughs> nice very distracting how long are the episodes and how many are there uh there's only four episodes right now so get in on the ground floor people Podhouse 90 uh they're about an hour long hour and a half maybe 90 minutes maybe they're longer i don't know exactly i can't i've listened to them in chunks i didn't really Spread out the, but about, yeah, about an hour. Uh, they're good. Good stuff. You know who's doing the writing on it? Frank. Frank Frank's doing all the writing? Most okay. of it, yeah. Most of it, yeah. And there's music and there's all kinds of stuff. So that's really fun. So I got into that this week. Uh, I've been playing a shitload of Battlefront. I really like it. It's good. Have you? Did you get it? Did you play it? I've got it, but it's still wrapped up. Right, because you're playing. Because I'm playing Fallout Sure, 4. sure, sure. I don't blame you. But uh, 
you know, it's one of those things where there's a couple of people who are playing the fuck out of that game who've already got all the shit unlocked, and I'm like, more power to you. But I haven't ever been in a situation where I feel completely powerless. Well, that's um, good. It's fairly balanced, and um, I'm enjoying it. The um, I find myself in the middle or low every time. Uh, you know, I'm not great, but I can I can hang. I mean, I'm 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 costing my team victories. What am I saying? But you but can s- hang. But still, <laughs> but still, I can play and I can enjoy myself without feeling completely inept and uh, and just punished. Uh, even though I'm not a big FPS guy per se, certainly not a uh, you know online combat thing. And that's pretty much all this is. But it's just straight up playing Star Wars, and it's a lot of fun. I found a bunch of other cool new Star Wars toys, mm. figures. New waves of figures have been coming out this week. I got a little blue uh, robot. Have you seen him? The blue protocol droid. He's got I this weird, funky neck. Apparently, he works with the Rebels. There's a red dude who's some kind of soldier assassin who's got like a circle face. Interesting. And then I got some uh, moth-looking motherfucker. Moth? Moth. Moth. M-O-F-F. Okay. He's got a trench coat, and he's got his little... Imperial uh, beanie on. Uh, he's kind of neat. So been fleshing out my Star Wars ranks. And um, now, are you buying all of the toys? Nope. Okay. Just select ones that I really like. That's it. Okay. Being pretty selective. I've got a ton of it though. So you, you've bought a lot thus far. Yes. Oh yes. But those figures are looking for a home. <laughs> they don't need a home. <laughs> Got, are you displaying them well? Oh, I've got them out of the box. I have no chilling. idea where you're putting them right now. I don't. They're just sitting there. <laughs> Stapled to the ceiling. No, they're on another shelf. Well, it's sad. All my giant figures are behind my TV right now. Okay. All my big figures are behind Hiding. my TV. Hiding, yeah. <laughs> I got my three giant stormtroopers and then my three medium-sized uh, troop. Oh, boy. It's so many toys. <laughs> it's getting redonk. But eventually, I'll have a great display place and... It'll be great. Vader's out there though. He's out of course. In the room. Got to yeah. be front yeah. center. He no, keeps I'm... saying eventually, and like Ann will give him like the smallest room in the no, house. No, no, no. It it's gonna be that new. Bigger. That new place is gonna be good. We're gonna. It's gonna be solid. I'll have, I'll have enough room. <laughs> and then after that move, stuff that I, I'm gonna take a real hard look at. If I don't have a spot for it, then I go to Rogue Toys and unload heavy. There you go. And that's. Mm. You know, I have that option here. It's so credit. That'll be good. I just I see her giving you the smallest room in the house, and yeah. it's about the same size as the room you have now. And no, my room, to... my room is pretty big, and <clears throat> I'm gonna get a bigger room. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Um, but uh, then I watched Terminator Genesis. Oh yeah, here we go. It's okay. It's okay. See? It's okay. Wow. It's not. I. It is not for a casual Terminator fan. I can see why it digs deep, man. I mean, it's, they really did a great job of paying homage to the first movie. Oh yeah. Especially early on in the, in the show itself. Uh, it's too long by about 45 minutes or an hour. How long is it? Too long. (laughs) I think it's two and a half hours. It's long. Okay. It's too long. While at the same time, not spending nearly enough time in character development. So you don't really care too much about any of them. Wow. Okay. At all. The only reason you really kind of care is because you know who they are. So you, so you have to have that. But it's even who they were, and that's not who they are because of the time travel stuff. It's hard. 
it's hard. The time travels up, but I can see how Cameron could be like, yeah, okay, because it it was okay. I enjoyed myself. It's thoroughly entertaining, but it's too long, and there's a chunk of time there where you're just like, I zoned out. Oh, Paul, these are valid, cogent uh, comments on this thing. What happened? What? I watched a movie that wasn't absolute dreck. It wasn't absolute garbage. It has it had real potential. Yeah. If they'd gotten a sharper editor in there and someone who was really willing to trim the fat, and I don't understand the casting they did with John Connor. I don't understand that guy playing John Connor at hmm. all. He's do you know who he was? What's he what else has he done? Uh he was in He's an English guy, right? Yeah. Uh and again, all these people were trying to put on not accents basically there's a lot of that going on right now it's weird except for for schwarzenegger who just doesn't care he's like, well he sounds the most american my, of all of them i was to keep my accent yeah <laughs> so weird it's all super weird the one guy i guess is the one guy is from uh gladiator not spartacus rather okay i recognized him from spartacus the guy who played um kyle reese and he did okay. And, of course, Khaleesi. Everybody loves Khaleesi. Sure. <laughs> it's like a TV series. Yeah. Everybody loves yeah. Khaleesi. <laughs> oh, of course, Khaleesi. You get to do whatever you want. <laughs> Everybody loves Khaleesi. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my fault. <laughs> I'll go I'm home. Oh, great. Oh, <laughs> not even. I'm not ready. <laughs> No, we haven't. Uh, no, I didn't. Go off for another half hour. Go do some pillaging. Give me another half hour of pillaging, my sun and stars. Please. Please. <laughs> just another half hour. But the cattle has to go in the icebox. Oh, fine. Fine. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> what else you do? Anything else, gentlemen? <laughs> I, I watched a pilot episode of um, iZombie. That's a fun series. Yeah. It's it's not brilliant. It's it's harmless. It's fun. Oh. It's popcorn. Uh, Jessica Jones came out, right? Yeah. We Since all, last time? Yeah, we talked, we about, it talked about it last week. Last okay, week. good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would really love to super discuss it. Jeff has it. Has no, I don't want to super discuss yeah. it. Just go see it. It's really good. It's terrific. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. It's Purple Man's still the scariest goddamn mm-hmm. kill I forgot we discussed that last week. We yeah, did. we did. We just didn't talk about it much because... Because we, we really couldn't. Spoilers. It's, yeah. it's too new. Uh, and Kirsten had only seen the first half hour or something. He's sure. seen it all now. And? Loved it. Good. Yeah. I think he has my copy of Alias. I mean. He does. <laughs> it's no Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh. Gentlemen, are you ready? <laughs> yes. Dive sure. in. Let's go for it. News do you this. don't give a shit about. Yay. Mm-hmm. It's only one. Oh, okay. and, it might, and it might turn out to be good, but it's Fox, so probably not. Mm. Uh, get ready for a Rambo TV series. Uh, <laughs> I heard about oh, this. I thought it was just a rumor. At Fox, it's called Rambo New Blood. <laughs> uh, Network just closed a development deal, and Sylvester Stallone is on board as executive producer. It's unknown. If he will reprise his role, which he's played in all four Rambo movies, uh, series is said to center around Rambo and his son, Rambo and son. Uh, series is <laughs> <laughs> you big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Rambo Jr., get in here! I think they run a farm in this. Uh, so oh, they bought the farm all right. <laughs> <laughs> Esther is the uh, Esther is the yeah. the, the commanding officer. <laughs> Look here, you dumb old devil! You think you gonna <laughs> run those communists out? You're not. You're supposed to just run some recon. This is a suicide mission. I don't care what you think. You you go on go on get out of here, Esther. <laughs> you stupid old general. <laughs> I'm sitting there. Cause there's still some of our men POWs, and that's what you don't understand. And you and you try to make me believe that I shouldn't even be in there. I'm acting in the interest of this country, and in my own interest. You are wild card, Rambo, <laughs> and I ain't standing it. Uh, oh, you know what, oh, old General, you you so ugly. <laughs> you stop you stop a damn clock. Some people face will stop a clock. You. You kill Father Time. Ah! <laughs> pretty good for a That's probably Dad. better than the show will be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm Fred Rambo. Fred, Fred Rambo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know over here. Oh, man. That, they, so this is the point where we all agree that executives no longer watch or know what the property is they're talking about rebooting, Right. They just have no, they don't care. There's a, oh, that made money sometime years ago. Yes. That sounds good. That much, that's Actually, much is I, very true. I, I mean, think the it's, pitch it's probably. It's so inappropriate now. It's in, it was inappropriate then. It's insane now. I don't even think Those it's that. Those movies are on Netflix. I don't think it's even that deep, Paul. I think the pitch meeting sounds like this. So we have an idea for a TV series. It's based on this movie. I don't know. Did the movie make any money? Yeah, it made a lot of money. Okay, go for it. Yeah, because they. I I don't think the people that are greenlighting this stuff even really know about the movies that the the, the only shows thing are based that makes on. those movies stand out is the insane level of hyper violence. Yes, which was taken to the nth degree in the new one. Yeah, the last just, Rambo was yeah, just was, it's still it was, a cartoon. It was a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy. It's a cartoon. It's so yeah. silly. Yeah. Maybe it is based on the cartoon. So silly. The it's di- brilliant. The cartoon is terrible too. Yeah, thing is drenched in digital blood. That movie. Oh, the cartoon and that, oh, little, that cartoon was ridiculous. That little, uh, Jade Buddha that he gets. Rambo: The Force of Freedom. I mean, he gets that little. Yeah, he gets that little Jade Buddha from that girl. The special ops girl that works with him, who's a badass. Okay, uh, but then he gets killed, of course, and he's like, "Oh, I love, I loved her. Oh, she died. She gave me a little jade Buddha." And he's meanwhile, he's got this symbol of inner peace and calm around his neck while he's holding a giant machine gun shooting down a helicopter, screaming at the top of his lungs. It's the most nonsensical, twisted. Oh, and it's it's so weird because you think because I think about the Rambo movies, but First Blood is a kind of a deep thinker kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Well, well, and well. You, they de- are, they devolved into strong, the. There are it's like with the Rockies too, right? There's yeah. always he's got a strong political message in there, but then it just gets. But something Rock, takes it over, and dude, Rambo, Rambo is bananas, and three is just. Three's the one Cuckoo I have not Coke. seen. 
It's on Netflix, dude. You must see it. Okay. You must see it they right do now. Devolve. It's a, it is as good as a mystery science theater without any commentary. Oh, wow. It's it, just like, what? That Rambo is going on a suicide mission. That yeah, guess we're not going to pick him up. In the book? What? In the first the blood? The first blood of the book? Does, doesn't he die at the end of first blood? I think I think he does. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well... Yeah, they just turn into this kind of ridiculous, yeah. you know, mindless action film with so with no reason for anything. It's so dumb. What's what's really weird? I ba- aside from First Blood because I've seen that a few times. Right. Rambo two. I don't remember First Blood Part two. Thank you. I the, I don't remember really any of that movie except for some explosions. Except I can remember word for word his speech. I want. What they want, and what every man who spilled his guts wants for our country to love us as much as we love it. I remembered. Why do I remember that? That was the whole, and the whole thing. He's a Vietnam veteran, and the whole thing is a Vietnam veterans issue is what it's really about. Yeah. Well, that, I gotta yeah, see that, part three. Well, that first film, yeah, that first film came out what, eighty two, eighty three, eighty two, probably. So maybe even earlier. You're not even ten years post Vietnam at this point, nope. and people were still, you know, struggling with the. I mean, yes, we were. I can, well, I, you know, <laughs> no, I mean, like veterans were struggling, and you know, the public really didn't really give a shit, and I mean, well, I mean, Andy frankly, was, Andy I, I was still only know. In his- 80s at that point so <laughs> well i mean it, it's it's interesting i still know people my dad is is a vietnam veteran and i still know people through my dad that still aren't really over it and that's 40 years ago 40 no one, 42 no how can you get over, over something like yeah, that no one yeah. gets over war well, period it, ever unless you completely co- I guess compartmentalize that's not, the right, that's not the that's not the right choice of words i apologize they, they haven't alive been able them. to come to terms with sure. it or to to heal because no, i mean it's bad it was it's, a bad situation well if, I mean, it's, if it's, i it's was conscripted if i was drafted into war especially that yes. one i would have come back a broken man there's no doubt about it well yes and that's I what's don't have going a stomach on for war that's what's going on with our current veterans but sure. they also the, the the mental treatment techniques are much better now than what then. I, and I, then also, my dad's generation just, I don't need that psychological gobbledygook. Walk it off. Yeah. You know, so, you know, when he wakes up and sweats in the middle of the night, you know, you know terrified of whatever it was he was dreaming about, he just, he just oh, I'm like, you really ought to go maybe talk to somebody. Today. I don't need to talk to anybody. It's the whole George Carlin yeah. shell shock to battle fatigue to yeah. post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. So that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point. That movie, the first one, was a very serious thing dealing with very yeah. serious topics. It got cartoonish. It got ridiculous. There's no way a television show can deal with any of that in any way. No. Either way. Not even with if the If it son? tries to be... Like, it's going to try... Unless, I mean... <laughs> it might turn into the A-team. Well, I mean, there's a... There's... Could they do it with... Uh, well, here. Iraq War Vets? Well, oh, here, yeah, read let, what the let's hell see what we have doing. here. The series is written by Jeb Stewart. Uh, he's a writer. He wrote uh, one of the Die Hard movies. Is there the quotes around that? Okay, no. Uh, according to the report, quote, it pays homage to the films, 
All right. Exploring the complex relationship between Rambo and his son, J.R., an ex-Navy SEAL, unquote. So maybe through J.R., it's going to be the plight of the Iraq War vet. Probably. The, the, the modern, yeah. Vet. Yeah. But it's a series. Would so be. it's not like a movie with something to say. It's a series with a lot of stories sure to tell. Be yeah, nice, sure it would be nice if it is, but it ain't going to be. Yeah. Apparently, they tried to make a Rambo TV show in 2013. It didn't get off the ground. Really? So, yeah. And this one's actually happening. This one is happening. Yeah, this is... Uh, they closed uh, the development deal, so it's it's wow. a moving, moving, grooving. You know, I was just thinking about that cartoon. Frog and Horton hated ride Crambo, Rambo. Frog and Was it the, the Force of Freedom? Right? Was it the name of the, the yeah, cartoon? I think so I watched. He looked. The, I watched the some of those. The, the animation was just ridiculous. I mean, he. It's on Netflix or it's he, on YouTube. Filmation, right? All those no, classics kind of just no. I mean, it's like you you think the Lusheimer would never do a Rambo cartoon. He was loath. He was loath to have He Man use his sword. He was He Man yeah, never like, hit okay, anyone. Here, here we guys, He Man never hit a person. He punched Earth a lot. Yeah, he he caught the moon. <laughs> yes, he did. Just I mean, just look at the, you. you, you I, obviously, you're, you're you folks gonna, can't see that out something? here, but I'm like. The proportions on the character are ridiculous. And I he mean, has he, his little Buddha. Tiny got, little head. Tiny little head, uh, big oversized chest, and a tiny little waist. I mean, it it, right. it, it puts the He-Man Real action quick, figure to shame. Here we go. What are ben you doing? Rambo's you tiny make me head. nervous when you pull out your phone. You're, I can't hear anything. I haven't put it up. To oh, okay. Oh, it's because you got a lot. What what are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna play just the intro. The intro to Rambo. The intro to the Rambo cartoon. Okay. I'll probably use that as the intro to this show. All right, well, then we'll hear it once more. Okay, this guy's really funny. So that's what you heard. That that guy's funny in that commercial that right. he's playing. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, it's a long commercial. Oh, it, it is really a is. Full thirty second commercial. Here we go. Buzz. Dobro. Laces up his boots. Puts uh, his knife in his boot. Uh, Anywhere and everywhere, the savage forces of General Warhawk threaten the peace-loving people of the world. Oh, Warhawk. Rambo and Turbo. Disguises named Cat, the honor-bound protector of the innocent. Rambo, the force of freedom. Wow. It's terrible. So when you started doing the uh, play-by-play there, it reminded me that when I was uh, hanging out with uh, Jay and Miles, um, apparently uh, Jay had gone to see uh, Fifty Shades of Grey in the theaters. Oh, yes. With the... Um, uh, voiceover for the blind where they're describing the action <laughs> oh, and apparently that's his new favorite thing to do is go to see this i would say that'd be this, amazing yeah <laughs> that was wow. on that was on hbo the other night i couldn't even get through 10 minutes of it oh the the, movie? the, actual, the movie? actual movie yeah it's rough it just uh, the dialogue was so yeah inane. it's crazy it just it's I mean, like a tv movie 
It is. It is. It's weird. It's a movie. And the, the, the delivery first... from both the characters was just so uninteresting. They, they hated each other. Those actors hated Did each they? other. Oh, that, yes. that, that probably shows, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it really does. And it was a really interesting thing. But uh, Jamie Dormer is brilliant. Is he? If you've seen um, The Fall, Gillian Anderson's uh, crime piece from the BBC, you've got to watch The Fall. He's a murderer. I actually have heard that's a good He's show. a murderer. He's exceptional. And he's frightening. Frightening. He's so good. And he, I guess he has agreed. The money hat came down and he is going to be in the sequel. But it took some teeth pulling. Oh, wow. Because he was just like barf. And that's um, Don Johnson's daughter. Yeah, Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith's daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is? Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Wow. Yeah, How can you have a story that relies on some deep chemistry to yeah. pull off and not hire actors that have goddamn well, chemistry? Well, they went through a couple different people, you know, because it's tough. I you mean, keep going until you find the chemistry. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a hard thing to cast because well, it's borderline it's porn. Sure. Yeah, they said the amount of nudity, like a lot of the actresses were like, you know, they would get through, they would do the read-throughs to a certain part and then they're like, nope. Sure. Mm. I mean, I'm sure they didn't even get to read through. Let's face the it. The problem got the is, size. they should have just gone straight porn. They probably could have got a better stream. Probably could have got a better show all uh, Straight on NC-17 like kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, more sure, like they could have uh, gone for that guy who's all that porn star is all rapey. Oh, James. You know what? <laughs> if they had gone NC-17, that probably would have been the first truly successful NC-17 movie. It could have because just because of the fan base of that book. Well. Whatever. It's also weird. That whole thing is just so weird. Is the dialogue worse than the dialogue in Showgirls? The dialogue is bad, but the book is goofy. It's yeah, weird. But, but I'll tell you, I mean, but Showgirls was so so stupid. It was funny, and uh, but the thing is, what makes a that is that it was not intentional. Showgirls is not intentionally stupid and funny. Now, apparently, uh, what's her name's performance in there? is actually spot on for the girl that she shadowed in Vegas for the strip club. Because I, I, I was talking to a gentleman that used to be a bouncer at a strip club, and he was telling me about... You Elizabeth know, Berkeley. Elizabeth Berkeley studying at uh, the Cheetahs and a couple of the other clubs here in Vegas. And he was telling me, he's like, the girl that she based her character on is a real girl that literally would just fly off the handle at a moment's notice. She you know, should be kind of nice at one Second, like almost bipolar, which is very apparent in the performance that Elizabeth Berkeley gives in the movie, where she just all of a sudden is angry for no apparent reason and just like wild which, which animal like. But, but it's, uh, it's a, it, either no, way, it's, it's not a, a soul performance. A, no, it's it's a it's a crazy film. But what he was telling me is like it is her her portrayal of that character based on the the girl that he knew in real life is spot on. So I, I just found that very interesting. All right. That's weird. It is weird. But I can believe it. Yeah. It's still a horrible performance and a very entertaining movie. Yeah. A reboot of Tomb Raider is moving forward. Uh, Roar Uthgog. What? <laughs> you just made up a bunch of vowels. <laughs> Roar Uthog. Who direct... Uthgog? Uh, sorry, I, I added a G. Uth- Roar Uthog. Roar, Roar Uthog. Uthog. Roar Uthog who directed the Norwegian disaster film The Wave, has been hired to bring the story of Laura Croft to the big screen. Mm. Uh, the film won't be a continuation of the two previous Angelina Jolie starring films. will instead take a page from the recent video game reboot and go back to explore the 
origins of Laura Croft. Here's a suggestion. And Take you know, the video game, get DreamWorks or some other good CG company behind it, have them work for a year, and make that into an animated film. It's enough. You know what? That last Tomb Raider, I can't speak for the new one, haven't played it yet, but that last Tomb Raider before was playing a movie. Right. It was wow. so much fun. And my girlfriend at the time was watching me play it and enjoying watching it played. It's because it's a movie. Exactly. Yeah, it's very much like the like the Nathan Drake collection. Yes. Yeah. It's very it's, compelling and a good story, good dialogue, believable situation relative to the craziness of what was going on. And such awesome arrow combat. Best arrow combat in any game ever. Definitely. It is. That is the, the weapon of choice. The best bow and arrow. Oh, so fun. So you're saying it's kind of murdery. <laughs> it is fair. It is super murdery. Yeah, it's, it's the, that's, the, that's the one tough thing. You're watching this movie. You're getting invested in this young girl discovering her new abilities. She's all of 22. And, and she has a hard time killing at first. Right. And then... But and then boy, don't take much. minutes. She is a murder machine. She is a human grinding, killing, devouring. She's just blowing shit up, devising plans, snatching fools, oh, shooting them in the leg. She got this. There's a whole like targeting system of like where you gotta cap them and uh, interrogating fools and beating them into like. Waterboarding them and Laura Croft is the Punisher. Yeah. It's, it's, seriously, it is. She is. She is no joke. Hardcore. And so that is a little bit of a like what. Speaking of the Punisher, we should give a shout out to uh, one of our listeners whose name escapes me right now. I'll tell you in a second. Way to shout! I know, right? Terrible. <laughs> Always looking it up. I'll shout out Michael Johnson, who's the one that caught us on first one to catch us on the uh, solid dick. I got to yep. give props. Yeah, props on. Yep. Congratulations for catching you solid our dick. dick. Catching our solid dick. <laughs> it's uh, Croak the DJ. Pat, Swir- Pat Spurl. Yes, Pat. Posted a picture of the Punisher as uh, as Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Oh, Ghost Rider nice. Punisher. A terrific animated piece. Yeah, you put music behind the, it. The famous wild. Paul comics. Oh, there's music? I didn't hear the music. Play it. No, <laughs> he's putting. He it's, just put his phone up to his earphone covered ear. <laughs> I want everyone to know that. That's what happened. Oh my! He put his phone up to his can. That's what happened. You know it, what is on happened? Our, it is on our Facebook page if you want to see. You. It. <laughs> he put it up to his ear, not his can. <laughs> he may as well put it up to his can. Ass well, hearing, I, no, uh, ass hearing. What? And if you were, if you had, like, well, you know, maybe this will be a good Tomb Raider. Maybe this, uh, this movie will turn it all around. Uh, Transformers Five co-writer Genevieve Robertson Dwarit is now in discussions to write the screenplay. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Although Transformers Five mm-hmm. is the one that has the possibility of fixing shit, right? Don't or is that the new? I don't know. What? I don't know anymore. No, 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 no. no. There's a talk of. Looking at the old, I don't fucking care. No, I got, I got my. So at the comic convention, I got that badass Megatron bus. Yes, yes, we saw you do that on the super cheap. Yes, so I went ahead and hunted down the Optimus Prime partner piece. Okay, got him. Got him in the mail today. How much? Uh, more. But (laughs) well, it's hard. Not hard to beat fifteen bucks. But for the combo, I'm sitting pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you been to Rogue Toys lately? No. 
They have some like giant ass. Like the it was like the biggest um, transformer that was made for a long time. Fortress this, Maximus. Yeah. Okay. They have that there. He's huge. Yeah. He's uh That's almost three feet said. tall. Yep. We had him here for a while, didn't we? Uh, a friend of mine. Yeah. Right. Yes, he so. brought him over here, yeah. but that was the small old one. Oh, we still have Not it. the new one. The the big three had monster pieces. You had Maximus for Transformers. You had the flag, USS Flag for G.I. Joe, the yep. monster aircraft carrier. Yep. And then you had the Barbie Dreamhouse, mm. which was friggin' massive in well, the 80s. you had Eternia from He-Man. That's right. That's, that was a huge piece, that's too. That's a big set. My Wasn't God. It Barry that told us that Rub had two of those goddamn Rub USS had two flags. flags. Yeah. Rub up, had two flags. And he was just like, he did. You're you're an asshole. No, it's awesome. That's yeah. the way to do it. That's you know, yeah. You're I'm, doing that's, right. I'm repeating Co- Barry's. I know, words. but Cobra <laughs> needs one. No, it uh, explains a lot. It's great. Um, yeah, that was one of the few things. Did you see that video just... I put up from uh, HeMan.org of that guy who converted a room into a cave-looking thing that was all his master's figures up there? No, original series. This. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Did you show it to Anne, and she just goes, "No." I just put it up there, and I said, "One day." Is that we all? All of us. Diehard Masters Universe collectors have all. I th- I think we all have that secret dream of one day having to display. Now his is a bit darker than mine would be. I always envisioned it to be a little more looking like the cartoon. His is a craggly crazy, but I bet it's badass in person. Probably based on the movie. But it's every piece from the original light. And then I was watching wow. it and I was like, I have a lot of this. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like. I'm, I'm I'm shy. Very few pieces from the original line. And now with the new, like, I've had so much shit. I can see a room being a very uh, filmation style, cell shaded wall painting of, of that's exactly Grayskull. That's exactly yeah. what I want. Is a big wall. Castle Grayskull facade one day. It looks like it's it's really awesome. like it could just be any random room in the castle. I just want the jaw bridge to come down to reveal my television or something. I don't That's know. That's gorgeous. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what, what uh, time and money allows. The Pac-Man bar is another big priority. That's oh, going to be badass. Good. Yeah, it's going to be real good. Which reminds me, because you guys still got to check out the uh, Millennium Fandom bar. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So we have to get down there. Um, and that tiki bar. I haven't gotten there either. Shit, what were we just talking about? He-Man? No, before that. Uh, Laura Croft and, and uh, Transformers oh, 5. Oh, yes. So Transformers this year. So uh, the big piece this year was um, the Constructicons. Yes. Right? So I, I got that. That's awesome. Next year, they're going to make either a reboot of Omega Supreme, oh. Trypticon, or Fortress Maximus. And it's up to a fan vote. Oh, wow. So if you've got any skin in that game. A masterpiece edition of Omega Supreme. It's not a masterpiece edition. It's It's just a regular. It's the Hasbro big edition. I see. There's a masterpiece shockwave that's coming out that'll fucking melt your face. Yeah, it's 160 bucks on Big Bad Toy Store right now. (sighs) Who cares? I'm so close to throwing down on it. Dude, I have spent money on those masterpiece figures. If I had more time to collect them i'd have them all and i don't care how much they're, they're what, how many do you so, have uh i have you the, have prime and the original prime i have the yep. japanese box version of yep. prime i have okay yep. um that's the one before they re-released him with the trailer yes so, i have that one too um i have starscream which is I'm he's gray he's not the he's not the u.s paint job one yep so he's the the kind of blue and gray uh shoot i have one i want to get the starscream with the crown my friend was that went to Japan was going to get me the uh, the Megatron, but uh, 
he wasn't sure if he was in robot mode in the box or right. if he was in gun mode in the box and sneaking it back in sure, his suitcase can be tricky. would be awkward if it was in gun mode. <laughs> I, I later found out he was in robot mode in the box and it was... You're fucked. Have, have yeah, that's it. Yeah, you don't robot mode. That's that's the new battleware. I, I got but that what's, guy. What's, re- what's really important, figure. Paul, is a year from now... <gasps> Are you going to vote for Optimus Prime? <laughs> I'm going to vote for Optimus Prime. I'll always vote for Optimus Prime. I need to. I, I got to rewrite it. With I need new, to change uh, some of those lyrics and do it. <laughs> new again. lyrics, yeah. yeah. I should. I should. I should read it. You know what? I will yeah. do. I'll. Hey, Barry, long hair, fucking Rob. <laughs> Ready to do a little uh, flash edit? You know what? Fuck you, Barry Rob. I'll have someone else do it. <laughs> it's funny you think he's listening. Oh, he's, he's listening. listening. He's, he's listening. listening. Even if he's not listening, he hears me. <laughs> One thing Barry does well is that uh, fan imitation style anime. Yeah. That, he's good. Yeah. It's funny stuff. He sent me... Uh, he sent me a text today. Just said, "Fuck your old." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true." That was me at the uh, the Kevin Smith uh, podcast here in Vegas. <laughs> My friend Darren and I were there, and he goes, he comes walking out, and it's like, "Wow, he he looks old." And I said, "Yeah, we're old. We're about the same age as him." And he stopped for a second. And he's like, "Shit." <laughs> yeah, we're all old guys. Weekend geek, get in there. <laughs> An hour and a half later. <laughs> We, we go on tangents. It's yeah, all right. Why not? That's what we do. It's all good. It's all entertaining. Well, let's see what Until we, it's not. Let's see what we can get through. Let's see what we can get through. 95% tangent. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Netflix has given the green light to a new Western drama called Frontier, which has actor Jason Moma it's, in the head role. It's better than the uh, proposed back tier, no. which was all about a guy who has anal leakage. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brad, I'm crying. <laughs> yeah, make, I'm crying back tears. You're making us all cry. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I can't ride in the saddle no more. Why are your socks brown? <laughs> because I got back tears. <laughs> I have the slickest saddle in the West. It's been polished from my back tears, which is anal leakage. I have a condition It is anal leak I can't tell people About my condition Because they judge me It's the old west And it's hard to keep your pants clean Even if you don't have anal leakage Back to Back tears. Back tears is brought to you by Alestra. My horse has a stain on his back from where my back tears run on my horse. Back tears. Rhea. <laughs> my favorite episode is where the kid gets dared to nickel to go smell the saddle. He passes out. Touch it. Touch the saddle. Go see what back tears saddle smells like. No way. I bet it's real stinky. Oh, you have no idea. Gets to the boarding house, tosses the kid a nickel to tie up his horse, and the kid tosses the nickel back. <laughs> back to yours, I've told you a thousand times. you got to stop picking the white horses. <laughs> I want people to think I'm That's heroic. A mighty, 
That's a mighty fine looking brown horse you got there, back tears. <laughs> it was a white horse. Now it looks yeah. a fucking palomino. <laughs> I was riding a hard last night and my back tears were flowing. Oh, I turn a white horse into a palomino with my back tears. <laughs> Ain't no palomino. <laughs> <laughs> And don't you come back to this whorehouse back to you. <laughs> You've ruined too many beds. Please, please. I'll do whatever I have to do. I'll stand in the room. Well, if you bring your own cloth, drop cloth, maybe we'll talk back to you. Man, there's some whores pulling a short straw on that one. <laughs> there's no reason for that kind of talk about my dick. No, back to us. We were talking about how the short straw is the person who would have to actually be with you. Oh, I have a short dick as well. <laughs> back to us! <laughs> Guess I'll go home and pull my short straw by myself. God damn it. <laughs> While I sit in my really gross chair. <laughs> Worst lazy boy ever. <laughs> My pa whittled it. It's got a drainage system. He whittled it and I diddled it. Yep. You oh. were saying? I'm saying, uh. Back oh. tears! He dared make the word, use the word frontier, and then we were gone. <laughs> simple, simple word. Space. The final back point. tears. <laughs> 99.9 podcast. The final back tears. The final back tears. Back tears goes to space. Oh, God. Uh, it's going to be directed by uh, Brad Payton. Uh, he directed San Andreas. Streaming service has approved of six episodes for the first season. Scheduled to premiere sometime in 2016. Uh, Frontier is an action-packed adventure drama following the chaotic and violent struggle to control wealth and power in the North American fur trade in the late 18th century. Told from multiple perspectives, series takes place in a world where business negotiations might be resolved with close-quarter hatchet fights and where delicate relations between native tribes and Europeans can spark bloody back tears. Conflicts. Conflicts. (laughs) Bloody back tears. Dude. No one can hear you, Paul. <laughs> I, I have to go get a soda. I'm going to fall asleep. Uh, the show doesn't have much longer. You're good. No, I need a soda. No. All right, Help yourself. Did you yourself. just drink a cup of coffee? No, it's, uh, it was hot chocolate. Oh. It was soothing. Mm. Yeah, that'll put you I don't drink coffee. Uh, Philip Pullman's novel trilogy, His Dark Materials, is set in alternate Victorian England with a steampunk sensibility. Uh, that touch on dimensional travel, coming of age, and reality-spanning conflict with a godlike creator known as The Authority. His Dark Materials is about to become an eight-part BBC series. Back Tears deals with His Dark Materials every time he sits down. <laughs> Back Tears! <laughs> the series will come from Bad Wolf. The, I really like those pants. The UK-US production company founded by former Back BBC tears. executives Jane Tranter and Julie Gardner. Trancher says, the broad horizons of television suggest itself as the best of vehicles to capture the expansiveness of the story and words of Lyra and Bill. Uh, Tranter is likely referring to The Golden Compass, the 2007 film 
based on the first novel, Northern Lights, uh, Golden Compass stateside. Although it earned $372 million worldwide on an $180 million budget, reviews were mediocre, and dr- director Chris Weitz called it a terrible experience after the movie was recut by the studio. Oh, was that what happened? Well, that's, and the whole script was milk toast anyway, because uh, His Dark Materials is very, is a very anti-religion story. With the bears and shit? Yeah. The, uh, oh, so they've not made And that so they thing. kind of took that out, which is kind of the core of yeah, the book. Yeah, sounds like it. So. Oh, boo. Andy, let's yeah, never and they, let them take uh, Christmas Puss and edit it. Yeah, it's the war right. on Christmas Puss. Christmas Puss, you don't want that. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, the film left uh, suffered from criticism from religious groups due to its anti-religious elements, <laughs> as <laughs> well as from fans who thought the anti-religious elements were too watered down from the novel. Uh, there you go. So it was a movie for nobody. Yep. Well, that's that's exactly how it looked and felt. Also, Nicole Kidman, there's your star for nobody. <laughs> you know who? What since BMX Racers? What has she done? Uh, Moulin Rouge. I liked her in that. She yeah, was good. In that. She was good in that. She was in that actually. Yeah, she was good in that other movie with the ghost babies. Spoilers. Uh the oh shoot, the orphan, the others, the others. Yeah, that was a great movie. The others it was a good fucking movie. Yeah. Spoilers. Nicole Kidman had her time, and that time was two thousand one to two thousand three. Hey, yes. Good on you, Nicole Kidman. But yeah, so eight parts. I would. I would kick her out of bed for eating crackers. That's true. Yeah, I would. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. For I mean, get crackers? your bony ass out of here. Back tears. Back <laughs> tears. <laughs> uh, I don't know how this story got in this part. Well, maybe maybe it deserves it. Vin Diesel took to Instagram to announce that there will not only be a new Riddick movie coming our way, but also a TV series in the same universe. This guy just doesn't stop. I admire him for just plowing forward. That's true. Uh, The movie will be the fourth entry in the sci-fi franchise that began with Pitch Black in 2000. I I know nobody wants to see anything I do, so here we go. The Chronicles of Riddick in 2004, Riddick in 2013. Uh, Diesel also revealed the new movie will be titled Furia. Also announced a spinoff TV series titled Merc City, which will follow the Mercs and Bounty Hunters in the Riddick universe. Pitch Black was okay. Um, wasn't that fond of Chronicles of Riddick, but uh, the last film, Riddick, was actually pretty good. I mean, it was it was a fun little action film. Was it didn't sec- it you know didn't have to be too heavy? What's that? Was the second one actually called Pitch Perfect Two? <laughs> no, Pitch Black. Pitch Black. Pitch, Pitch Perfect Two. <laughs> Yep, I screw around. Sorry, pitch black. That's too. great. I was just like, what a great mashup. I'm so tired. I was like running back in my thoughts. Like, did I say pitch perfect? I'm pretty no. sure I said pitch, pitch black. Pitch black perfect was great. Pitch but, perfect uh, black, dude. Because if I liked pitch black, I could make up a silly acapella song about pitch black. But I don't there's, like there's it. No, you didn't like it, Riddick. Um, the second one has this bizarre. I'm going to see you in the dark. I'm going to see you in the dark. Oh wow. Because that's my ability. I can see where you can't see. I'm Riddick, and I'll see you in the dark. Nice gospel. There you go. 
That's her little uh, you're going to miss you go. me when I'm gone song. Oh, okay. There you go. From the, um, there. I did it. I figured it out. Riddick can see in the dark. Fuck those movies. <laughs> see in the dark or sing in I, the I dark? Think, I think he can sing in the dark. Yeah. That's his whole ability. <laughs> the only, I'm Riddick. Once the lights go out, I transform into a singing beast. Do you like your songs in the light? Well, too bad. I can only sing in the night. There's the title right there. Come listen to me in the dark. <laughs> Riddick, turn off the dark. Absolutely. Terrifying spirits of the dark. Although I think if you combine the two, I think you can get a good musical out of Back Tears with Riddick in it. So. Riddick is back tears. <laughs> oh God! Uh, what's his name? Vin Diesel is back tears. Yes, that makes all the sense now. <laughs> back tears invented the chaps because he had to. <laughs> my my idea is pants without an ass. <laughs> well, who's gonna want that? Back tears. I am. God damn it! <laughs> sounds like, I am. Sounds like he's being played by a Christian Bale. <laughs> I am. I need assless pants. <laughs> Where's the toilet? Where is it? Where's the bathroom? You'll have my permission to poop. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a James Bond reference? (laughs) What the fuck is going on? (laughs) You have my permission to poop, Mr. Bond. (laughs) Did anybody see? I can't do Bane. You 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 (laughs) know. Oh, it was Bane. Oh. What's that terrible smell? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, fuck's sake, I'm wearing a mask. I can still smell it. (laughs) What in the name of all that's unholy? (laughs) I have to wonder. What have you been eating? (laughs) Nothing I'd recommend. Do you ever have cyber? Fiber. Cider? Fiber. Cyber? What? Fiber. Fiber. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, Batman. Fiber is necessary. Now it's becoming like the adults from the Charlie Brown shows. <laughs> Paul's doing a trombone impression. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's really good. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I shouldn't have shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Eat a ball. I'm your new substitute teacher. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're trying to bring it into the Charlie Brown universe? That's Does that right. mean that, that Back Tears is a is a, a, a new character in the Charlie Brown universe? Like yes. Pigpen's cousin? Yeah, it's, it's Pigpen's the, cousin. It's the South Park... Uh, peanuts slash uh, pitch black uh, crossover <laughs> slash Batman. That's slash where rerun Batman. came from. That's <laughs> slash fiction. <laughs> Speaking of rerun, I almost threw down. If I have loose cash again and I see this fucking thing, they have the entire series 
of what's happening on sale at Walmart. Oh, no. <laughs> the entire series. The entire series. How many seasons is that? Three? And how much they're will they willing like to pay more. you for it? It was like 15 bucks. <laughs> did they include like the single season of What's Happening Now, which was them as adults? They did not do What's Happening Now. That you had to pay extra for. <laughs> what, wasn't, so rerun a, wasn't Rerun a car salesman? So worth it. Something like that. And we, we runs auto shop. We rerun and rerun. Wasn't that the whole gag? Like they re, these cars rerun or something like that? You're asking me. I've not, <laughs> you don't, I've you not. don't know all about what's happening? <laughs> I, amazingly, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of What's Happening. I, I certainly have, but I didn't certainly <laughs> buy it. Of course you saw some, Andy. They had that on in the geriatric home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When you were nine, right before I Benjamin buttoned, <laughs> Benjamin buttoned. That's what it happens. You keep Benjamin buttoning. What's your back tears? Write to us comments oh at uglycouchshow.com. Now f- I know we've been teasing it for a while. We don't have time, of course. What's week. happening, Mumra? We have Mumra questions. Oh yes, right. But here's what's going to happen. This is the month where the news dries up. Ah oh, yes. This this next week will probably be the last week that we get any kind of decent new news, except for a few some batterings. So you can expect Mumra as we go through the rest of this month. There you go. So it's a Mumra Christmas. So it is. It's in. <laughs> so I, I have you. I've not forgotten you. This list of questions Mumra is right Christmas. here. But we we go on a lot of tangents, and that's where we are. Yeah. <laughs> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. Birthday. <laughs> Merry birth, Miss Paul. Ladies, Jeff. <laughs> Fact check, Andy. We'll talk to you God. next week in Geek. So, so it's a celebration. Birthday. Now you're going to go do another podcast. Two more. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Oh. Can you get a, like a Red Bull drip for your yeah, next podcast? Yeah, I'll be podcast? fine. You know, I mean, I, I'm not complaining. I had, I had an actual off day. Yesterday was my first Monday not teaching class or having a show on Monday for a long time. And uh, I'm taking a break till January for that. And uh, I hardly knew what to do with myself. <laughs> Man, you just ruined a bunch of people's Christmases. That day. I was there when you announced that. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, and I guess people showed up last week or Monday. I'm like, I'm sorry. We're just taking a few days. We just... The class is still going fine, but the show, there's not enough people coming to the show, so I'm just going to do the class again next year for a while and see how it goes. Yeah. Right, but they were all like, oh, but we want to do this class next week and the week after and the week after. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Come back. I need, a, I need a break, but it's a good thing I got a break because I need a break because I got a bunch of shit coming now. Yeah, you do. Down the pipe. They don't oh. know how they miss you till they Down the you. old pipe. Are you dark? Well, never mind. We'll talk about that I later. I am dark Mondays. Okay. If anybody knows the things about going down the pipe, it's Paul. Yep. Me and back tears. <laughs> I ride to the sunset with a trail of poop behind. Every bad guy can find me. It's impossible for me to hide. Back tears, easy to track. Back tears, the new Western back musical featuring the famous Paul because as back of tears. all the tears that slide out <laughs> my back. <laughs>
I'm just picturing the Indian tracker. Mm, back tears went this way many hours ago. Yeah, right. No shit. We got you. Yeah, does that it, way. Follow the trail. Does, we got gotcha. you. This clearly back tears shit. <laughs> Me have them, no doubt. With Chip Zane and Me pretty Bernadette sure. Peters. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> back tears eating Cool Ranch Dorito. <laughs> and much corn. <laughs> oh, Back tears have holiday edition Budweiser. Mm. Special appearance by Kristen mm. Chenoweth. <laughs> <laughs> As the Indian. Mm. Oh, back tears. Mm. Oh, oh, um. I like. How we appreciate the mime. The smoking us. Mime. <laughs> that's not the smoking. That's his dipping his fingers in the poop and tasting it. <laughs> It looks like he's smoking. <laughs> it's when you say it that it just comes together. <laughs> it's really, <you're> really. <laughs> oh, back tears, back tears, back tears have marshmallow fluff sandwich. The bullshit. The bullshit. And Bill Cosby. <laughs>